The Diablo 4 closed beta is just hours away, and I wanted to walk through some of my expectations and really establish why I am playing. This is going to be sort of a two-part video, and I do put all of the good information right here at the beginning of the video, so you don't have to go searching for it. The video is longer because it is a live stream. If you want to make sure you're here for those live discussions, make sure you hit the subscribe button, the bell button, and smash the like button as well. The Diablo 4 closed beta is here, and I wanted to break down two really big reasons why I am playing. Number one, I want to look at some feedback from Force Gaming. He walked through some things about combat that I think sounds very, very promising. Then there was a recent video about the end game. Well, it touched on the end game, and I want to talk about the end game done right. So combat and the end game, these are two really, really big reasons that I would like to see this game in my hands, and I can't wait to jump into the closed beta. So I watched this video from Force Gaming, and he was talking about one of the main reasons that he is really looking forward to this game, and he was talking about the combat, and he was walking through a lot of different things, and he said that the combat feels amazing. It is moment to moment very responsive. You want to have those responsive controls from moment to moment, and the animation and you know the damage proccing was one of the big changes that they made that he said really really helped that that moment to moment combat so basically what it means is is the animations themselves only proc damage when they interact with the enemy instead of just proccing damage because the animation is happening so if you look at historically games like this the animations would feel a little disjointed from the actual combat and not necessarily be something where you would feel like, oh, it's having an impact. In this video here, we got to see some co-op, a dev sat down and played, and you can really see some of that moment-to-moment you know, increased intensity because of the way they've handled the animations. He also talked about how the combat audio is good, and he really felt that the animations were increasing sort of the dynamic feel of the game because they change as you level up. So he showed this sort of fire attack, and it got really cooler and stronger as you leveled up. Something that really complemented that moment-to-moment combat feel was the open world, and this is something that Force talked about. He said this full open world being seamlessly explorable. He said the overworld zones and the five distinct zones can be explored with no loading screens. He says with the dungeons having their entrance sort of set on the world and the procedural elements of the dungeons themselves, he says the dungeon encounters never really feel the same. And I'm going to touch on that in a moment. I think that's pivotal to why the end game has been built so well world bosses actually end up having a five minute warning countdown it's capped by 12 players and then there's also legion events in an area which are harder versions of like a public uh event and i think he he thinks that that is also a great way to kind of have this sort of emergent dynamic gameplay uh he also talked about pvp and just talked about how it, it sort of sets up really really cool encounters there's these zones and once you enter the zones you're flagged for pvp and that the gear in those areas should be similar to end game loot now the only real benefit of going in to the pvp era areas are the seeds of hatred but they have to be converted and when you do that at a specific site it sends off an alert so everybody 
anybody in the area can come attack you. So it creates sort of organic PvP encounters where folks can come and try to kill you, and you're obviously trying to defend yourself and get out. Force Gaming also talked about the seasonal updates and how four of those a year should be good to add gameplay features, quests, and story, but he is presuming and assuming that these these sort of seasonal events and the seasonal content will not be that substantive since the seasonal content is free, and he talked about how the expansions will likely be more substantive, and that's where the sort of the money is going to be driven. He also really praised the dev team communication, which I have to agree. I think these videos have been excellent. I think they've been very enjoyable enjoyable and informative, and I think transparency of this kind can often be avoided, and this is a good sign for a game that wants to last 10 years. Now, I wanted to do an off sort of side comment here before I start talking about Endgame, and I just wanted to say that the local co-op just looks great. Obviously, this is a huge win for couch co-op fans. They were very thoughtful about the UI uh, and the elements and the menu for local co-op. The recent footage where, like, if he pulls up his inventory, it doesn't block the other guy's screen. They can see all their stuff. I think it would have been really easy to just slap this one on and just rely primarily on sort of the online experience for people since the vast majority of players will likely play online and not rely on couch co-op so i just really wanted to say you know props to blizzard for taking the time to build a very good local co-op setup because you know i'm not i don't have to play that way with my wife i'm going to do a members only stream where we kind of play and show off co-op gameplay on one screen but when i'm in my living room we're each going to be on our own ps5 and i think that's going to make it really really enjoyable but if we had to rely on couch co-op i would be extremely pleased with how they've set it up now i want to talk about end game done right and some of this has come from like other videos other blog posts but also in this video that i keep showing you adventure with the dev they showed off a dungeon and something that came out of the interview was just another emphasis on the fact that you can return to the dungeons in the end game and we've we've heard about this before but i really wanted to re-emphasize why this is important nightmare dungeons are harder versions of dungeons that you've already played not only does this do something that i'm a huge proponent of which is use your capital you built all this stuff in the game get capital out of it get use out of it it also goes beyond that it creates a trajectory of intention to the late game content loop and i need to explain what i mean by that so they're not just saying hey let's repurpose and let's reuse the stuff we've already built i think that's brilliant i think more game companies should do that i think it's a far better way to treat all of your work i think a lot of games they get really narrow in the end game you just focus on this activity and that's it and the rest of the game no longer matters which then creates really weird incentives for the developers to route you back through old content arbitrarily and it feels almost like you're having to check a box there's no real genuine reason for you to go back there that's not going to be the case in diablo 4 you are going to want to go back to these dungeons and do them as a nightmare dungeon And this is where the really creative trajectory comes into play. 
Nightmare dungeons operate on nightmare difficulty and you unlock them by locating a nightmare sigil. Each sigil corresponds to a specific dungeon somewhere in Sanctuary. So this creates an organic level of discovery, meaning even in the late game, you're still roaming the world. You're still keeping the open world exploration relevant. It still matters to be out in the world. I think this is brilliant. The next thing that I want to read to you, these sigils will add special modifiers to their dungeon, increasing the ferocity of the monsters, waiting for you inside and providing a higher rarity of loot. So you're not just doing this for the fun of it. It creates a good loot incentive that will feel like a true emergent player experience. You found the sigil, you went to the Nightmare Dungeon, you got loot as a reward. This makes the loot grind less mechanical and rote and rehearsed. It's more procedural. It's more dynamic. You're not necessarily going to the same place and just over and over and over and over and over again. You're just sort of having these experiences organically. And the procedural nature of the dungeons means that fresh experiences are underneath all these new challenges that you go to experience. Now, That's not the end of this. Through completing Nightmare Dungeons, players will recover even more powerful sigils, introducing increasingly death-defying modifications and challenges to overcome. As players progress into higher and more challenging world tiers, new Nightmare Dungeons will become available for them to explore. This creates the spiral staircase effect. You do a Nightmare Dungeon, you get a more powerful sigil, you go into a more powerful Nightmare Dungeon, and the loot is dropping in accordance to that. It's a spiral staircase. It creates intention to end game grind. Time to go do a harder Nightmare Dungeon and get better loot, and it creates progression within the end game that answers the question, why should I loot up? Why should I be chasing gear? These are questions that are commonly not answered by games. You just run in a circle to get the best loot, and that's the point of it. It's the end in of itself is the loot. The loot itself is what you're chasing. You're not actually chasing power with purpose. You're chasing power for the sake of power. This creates purpose and intention behind getting stronger and getting better loot because you can always go up. Now, eventually, yes, there's always a ceiling. There's always kind of an end point, but this is good content loop. That's the point is the end game is going to have, as far as I can tell, a very good loop. All of this points to a game with a satisfying moment-to-moment combat to keep things fun as you're playing, but also a very satisfying loop at the end. Also, a game that has thought about this, I don't think it's going to get too narrow, which is one of the things that fall prey to so many other games. I'm still hoping they make adjustments to the seasonal model, given how much this all sounds very much a game that I would want to sink hours into with one character, but... As of now, I would say Diablo 4 is off to a great start. So let me give you my thoughts and conclusions. Number one, combat and moment-to-moment action is basically ground zero for a game like this. Isometric games tend to struggle with this, but games like Hades and others, I think, have proven that combat and immersion can be elevated beyond the flat animation-based combat of the past. Just what Force Gaming talked about alone, I think, will create massive replay value as well as help funnel people into the seasonal funnel. A new character will feel fresh, but also exciting to see animations and combat effects change the flow of combat, the flow of enemies, 
and those things will level up and change with you. And the fact that the animations actively impact and proc on hit will make it feel more immersive as if you're there doing it. Think of a really responsive game where the controls are very quick to respond and you land a really great parry or a really great block. That's satisfying and this is going to have that level of feel where everything you're doing is having an immediate action and reaction in the game. In previous games, it could feel a bit hoarse of a different color as everyone's abilities and combat options hit a ceiling of impact and dynamic interplay with the enemies and the environments, so you didn't necessarily feel that different when you started a new class. Number two, the end game is always the true challenge for games like this. Everyone rushes to the end game and then they complain that it's not deep enough or substantive enough, and the end game tends to cannibalize the rest of the game. It sort of turns around, looks at the rest of the game, and invalidates all of it. None of that stuff matters now. Only thing that matters is this tiny circle at the end, and that leaves players feeling like they've completely wasted their time and energy. Now they're sort of in the smallest portion of the game, which is ironic because that's where most players end up living, the end game. With Diablo 3 under their belt, I believe Blizzard has truly captured the right end game philosophy. There are three tenets, I think, of a good ongoing end game philosophy. Number one, keep the entirety of the game relevant. Well, as much of the game as you can keep relevant. Like, really try to keep almost all of the game relevant. I think that's a huge huge foundational principle that is necessary number two give me a reason to advance and power up without you know devoid of a reason to go advance and power up the loot just feels as if it becomes the goal it's not attached to a larger picture and a larger journey number three Avoid as much sameness and repetition as possible. This is tough given that all games at their core are repetitious. Here's my conclusion. While I am still reserving judgment for the final product, given how poorly ongoing content models and endgames can end up, this all sounds very promising. Many of the questions and concerns I typically have for a live service game seem to have been thought about and answered in creative ways from the developers. Just watch the Adventure with the Dev video. I did a reaction to it. It's going to be over on the Reforged Dungeon channel, which is a Diablo channel we made. And I'm just thrilled with how he sort of talks about the game like a gamer. They made changes, they made adjustments, they did things to impact those little moment-to-moment rough edges that just sometimes aren't necessary, and you can tell they really prioritize the game feeling good, which is hugely necessary for an ongoing game. Without a doubt, there's going to be problems, there's going to be patches, there's going to be updates, there's going to be changes, they're going to need that symbiotic feedback from the community to improve the game over time if it's going to last. The hope would be their transparency and commitment results in a solid, ongoing game for years to come. And that is the show open. Guys, thank you so much for being here this morning. I watched Force Gaming's video, I watched this new dev video, and I thought, man, they're just nailing the basics. Right? They're just, they're nailing the basics. I think that is just so important. Hey, good to see you, Ginger. Thank you for renewing your membership. My membership fall off. Morning, my dudes, he says. And then my man, Sorcerer of Havoc, gifted five members to John, Johnismo, Arctic Striker, V, Harley Fatboy, and Ociferous King. Thank you for doing that. Uh, and a brand new member. They're not gifted. Those are my favorite kind. That's going to put us at six for the day. That's from yesterday. 
There we go. There's six. I actually owe you guys five from yesterday. Anima EU, thank you so much for becoming a member all on your own. We really want to see more people do that. We want to see people jump in on their own and make room for folks who can't afford a membership. We are very generous here. We've got very generous folks, and I owe you five memberships from yesterday. Every 25, I have to give five. So there's the five that I forgot to do yesterday during the premiere. I am sorry about that. Playing good fundamental gameplay dev basics. Yeah, like just the fact that they put that time into the couch co-op, into local co-op, right? Limitless Gaming is going to gift a membership as well on top of my five, and that one went to the one. Mine went to uh, Dave EKC or Dave EKC, uh, A-Frame, Daniel Munford, Archer's Fury and Walter White you guys all got gifted members and so that's going to put us to 12 because my no 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 we can't count mine I'm stupid I'm so dumb you can't count mine that's that's cheating <laughs> mine don't count in here mine are a reward for hitting the 25 so thank you Limitless for gifting one taking us to 7 on the day Bob T with 18 months and that is a VIP renewal thank you very much I think this is all Sony's fault. Shut up, Zubair. Shut up. We get to have an opening and a show open where like my my blood's not boiling with with frustration. This was in, this is enjoyable. We're going to get to play the game today. When I try to boot it up on the PlayStation, it says it can't find a license, which I guess that's just because the servers aren't live. Rogue Necro with 14 months of a renewal of a member plus. Thank you so much. Can't wait to play Diablo 4. What class will you play first? The Druid. I love the Druid in Diablo 2, and I can't wait to play him again this time around. He's been out of the frame for far too long. Since when is gaming supposed to be fun? Big Gaming says, good morning, Lono. Do you know how many gigs of Diablo 4 is on PS5? Uh, I can tell you right now, because I've got... Well, I, I don't know about the whole game. Well, did I install the whole game or just the beta? I actually don't know. I don't know if I can install the full game of Diablo. No, it just downloaded the beta. Uh, I don't think the full game is installed yet. Yeah, I don't know. Isn't it like 80 gig or something? Nice t-shirt, chill. Hey, it's St. Patrick's Day. Hopefully you guys wore green. This is Zelda shirt. And 10 gifted members coming in from Smiley. Coming in from Smiley, taking us to 17. You guys are hovering within reach. You are hovering within reach of the Just Dance stream, and that is impressive. We need like 400 more members. We're just hovering underneath. It's like 80 gig. Yeah, I thought it was like 80-something gig. Siege Master with a 15-month renewal, and it's a VIP membership. Looking forward to seeing you play this, and the open beta will determine if I dive into Diablo 4. Another another renewal here of a member VIP from Raijin. 18 months. Can't wait to break this game apart with the community. Thank you very, very much. If you guys aren't familiar with my coverage, I'm usually not eviscerating the gaming press and Microsoft and acquisition deals. I've been doing that this week, and I've know, I know I'm getting a lot of traction with folks, and they're like, hey, this guy brings the heat. Uh, I also like to play live service games. I like to play games like you know Diablo and break apart all their systems and break apart all of the, the incentivizations and the content loops and the seasonal models. So... If you like that kind of coverage as well, I hope you stick around and enjoy my my live streams that are not purely about the acquisition. I know we kind of got into that rut this week and people are really looking to me to continue to cover that and that will continue as that story develops. Kenpachi renewing a member plus. Welcome back, Kenpachi. 
I've watched a past few shows. I enjoy listening. Can't wait to play the Diablo 4 beta. Thank you. Goddess Omega, guessing uh, this is what Lono is extremely about. Yeah, I'm not on I'm not on the tickety talk today, Goddess, because Fridays are just tough because I get back from a from a, a meeting at my church with some other men. Creature calls it a book club. It's not a book club, but whatever. Uh, and uh, we we have a little bit of a harder time starting super early. So we start a little bit later on Fridays, but that's okay. Uh, and I just didn't feel like doing tickety talk today because I didn't record a short today because I didn't think there was one really that I could do uh, about this. Moody, your content was just recently introduced. I have to say, I love what you're doing, and I'll retweet your stuff to help get new eyes on it. Uh, need a voice like yours. Respect. That is extremely kind, man. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. That's awesome. Uh, that is too kind. Thank you. People are really being really, really kind. I, I, I hope they vibe with my other content. That's my hope. My hope is that people start evolving uh, with my other content. Bloober Team drops the first official gameplay preview of Layers of Fear. Oh, dang. I didn't see that until just now. I just got emailed about it. Matthew, coming in with a five-month membership. Happy Friday, Lono. I'm looking forward to giving the Diablo 4 beta a try. Thank you for five months. And Quintar coming in and taking us to 27 members by himself. Coming in. Book Club, a.k.a. a Bible study. No, it's like a men's leadership thing. Thank you so much, Quintar, for 10 gifted members. I hope everybody that gets a membership remembers to get into the Discord. We have a members-only Discord. My wife and I will be playing Diablo 4 tonight. The beta will be playing local co-op. It will probably be hysterical. We love playing games together. So I hope you guys really, really enjoy that. I hope to see a bunch of you tonight. If Friday nights are a night that you can hang out with us. And then tomorrow night, we're doing the Star Wars Watch Party, Star Wars Episode 3. So make sure, again, that you're in the Discord so you don't miss out on that. Those are perks of being a member. You guys unlock those perks by hitting huge, huge member goals um no it's not a hellfire club meeting yo what's good feed i see you in the chat who's top g at the book club <laughs> he's playing DD. don't let him fool you yeah 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 down in the church basement we're playing we're playing some D. <laughs> that would be so funny if that's actually what it was and i had to like keep it a secret that'd be amazing it's where lono spreads the word of sony Whatever, man. Whatever. Like, listen. I want to. I want to stay on Diablo Four today. I really, really do. And something that came out of this video in particular is this guy looks a little bit like uh, Zubair. Also, uh, I wanted to say that one of my favorite things about this video is this right here. So there's two people playing, and he has pulled up his inventory. Right. So he's pulled up his inventory, and the other guy can still see what's going on. Zubair says that poor... <laughs> uh, Zubair. See how see how thoughtful they were about this? He can pull up his inventory. He can, he can go into his expertise. He can go into his abilities. He can move stuff around, right? And if he, if he gets this out of the way, I, I would love to see another aspect of the inventory coming up. I don't know if they're going to give us another look. I can't remember when they do it. It's very, very quick. Um, I don't know. They, 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 remember Diablo 1? Do you guys remember Diablo 1? Do you remember this, these loading screens? Oh my gosh. Do you remember? Look at that, dude. Such a good game. But even right here when they're playing, like if I, if I kind of get myself out of the way, come up here, 
I'm a part of this, their, their, their show now. You just get a really, really nice UI and screen distribution. This is for this is for local co-op, and I just think this is just absolutely brilliant. Now, I don't know if you can do you can can you do four player local co-op? I don't know if you can. I think you can go. They said you can do up to four player co-op in the one trailer. I don't know if they were talking about uh, you know the way that they've the way that they do local though. I told Lono he'd be perfect for D and D because of his inflections and voices. I've had people say that they would like me to do D&D because of that, because of the fact that I can, like, get in the character and stuff. I just, I don't think, I just don't think I would like it. Larry and Pave the Way for Couch Co-op here. Um, hang on, let me get this, let me put myself back down here. I want to get when he pulls up the inventory, because I want to be able to show how thoughtful they were with the screen capital. They also split the top of the screen so you can see there they're each hitting a different enemy and you can see you can see you know what their name is and you know the health going down. I think they're hitting the same thing but it still puts it on both sides of the screen. I think that's really really nice. I think that's nice. I can't remember when he pulls up the inventory though. Um You'd make a pretty good DM. You'd be the perfect DM. Yeah, Dungeon Master. I've been told. I've been told that before. I just. I don't know. Oh no, uh, Dungeon Mastering D and D. That's way too much reading. Oh my gosh. If you didn't like it, it'd be your own fault. You're the one that wrote it. I don't know if I would like it in general. What local co-op? Love that. Now I can force Fast Flex to play Diablo with me again. There you go, shells. If, you, if you're just tuning in, the Diablo 4 beta, the closed beta, goes live in about an hour and a half. I will be jumping in. We are just kind of walking through a lot of the reasons that I'll be playing. One of the things that I talked about actually came from this video. Uh, the developer, that's him right there, uh, Zavin, I be, or Zav, Zavin, I think is his name. Um, he, he's... The way that he talks about the game, his demeanor, uh, they, they joke here because he dies. The way he talks about the game, even right here, okay? Yeah, 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 Bloodshed's the other guy. Even right here where he resurrects him, they don't interrupt the resurrection because he got shot a couple of times. And the dev says, yeah, we kind of thought that was just a little bit too extreme. Like, you'd get bumped and it would just restart the whole thing. And you'd be like, come on, I'm at 98%. I almost got the guy back up. So... The devs playing the game that caused them to to make that change. So they they got rid of a rough edge that they just kind of felt wasn't necessary in the game, which I thought that's that's the kind of stuff I want to hear. Like they're not you're not casualifying the game. You're getting rid of something that you feel like this is just kind of a snag in the gameplay loop. This isn't necessary, and I thought that was a, a good thing. The way he talks throughout this entire thing, he's just sort of laid back. He's not doing some PR push. He's just talking about, we wanted to make this game really enjoyable. We wanted to make this a fun game to play and a fun game to be in. Bono would make a great College of Glamour bard. Why are you guys saying that I would make a great bard in d and I don't understand. Oh, and he also talked about how everything can be cursed. So this healing well can be cursed. The shrines can be cursed. Chests can be cursed. Like, anything you touch can be cursed. Like, what? Like, anything. Do a D&D member stream uh, with you and your wife where you're the game master. I don't have any interest in it. There's a lot going on in the dungeon, so this feels like a right call. 
Well, and one of the things he touched on in this video that I think people need to remember this, I think this is unfortunately just sort of becoming a bullet point in like an article about the game or a video about the game. People need to remember that they have they have taken so much of what they learned. There it is, there it is, there it is. That's what I was looking for. Hang on. They have taken so much of what they have learned from Diablo 3 and it's almost like it's a stamp it's a stamp on the DNA of this game and I just think it's absolutely brilliant because every single piece of the end game has been thought through okay so at a ground level they made dungeons and they said let's make dungeons procedural so that dungeons are never the same that's just how dungeons work in Diablo that is a foundational baked into the crust design decision that they made I think that's brilliant the second thing they did with dungeons and I think again this is just sort of getting glossed over just like procedurals getting glossed over they're basically saying every single dungeon maintains its purpose in the end game you can go back and you can play the game nightmare difficulty nightmare dungeon and there's a loot incentive to go back and do that not only is there a loot incentive to do that, but it, it is born out of dynamic, organic gameplay. You find a sigil out in the wild, and it's for a particular nightmare dungeon. When doing a nightmare dungeon, they can drop more powerful sigils for more powerful nightmare dungeons, which will then give you better loot if you go and do it. So they're creating a reason for you to go and and do the dungeons but they're also creating a reason for you to keep powering up and leveling up there's layers to intentionality there there's layers of purpose there i think that's a very very good thing as a destiny player getting that ever-changing content loop is genuinely exciting it's also exciting to not have the end game cannibalize the rest of the game commonly in games like destiny the end game shrinks for you There's a handful of activities that are relevant to you and the rest of the activities and the rest of the game just sort of sits there dead. Now, they might arbitrarily or mechanically make you go back and grind all that old content to level. At least that's traditionally what they did. They're not the only game to do that, right? They sort of of reinvent like, oh yeah, you need to go back and do all this stuff. And then you can go and play all the new stuff. Well, but the new stuff is still uh, like a, a narrow funnel at the tip of the, uh, of the content pyramid. This game's not doing that. There's reasons to continue exploring the open world. There's reasons to go back in the dungeons. There's loot reasons. There's powering level reasons. It's, you know, it's dynamically changing. It's procedural. I think all of that are reasons that the end game is answering questions that I always have. I always have these questions for the end game. Now, the reason that I paused the video here and wanted to show you guys just how smart they were with couch co-op. This is something they did not have to do, right? Yo, SFC, smoke a lot. Let me drag uh, the member goal over here because that's a new member that wasn't gifted. That is so kind. I appreciate that support. I hope you enjoy the perks of being a member. Be sure to get into the members only Discord. My wife and I will be playing Diablo for tonight for members we might do a little bit of a stream beforehand for the public for like an hour just so you can hear her banter and then we'll uh, we'll switch over to members only so it's a great time to become a member but they could have slapped couch co-op together they could have just slapped it in the game yeah you can play together and they could have made it cumbersome they could have made it annoying and they didn't do that the vast majority of players are not going to be taking advantage of couch co-op we know this we know that the vast majority of players will be playing solo or online with other people they will not be couch co-op will make up a smaller percentage I'm not saying it's an insignificant percentage but it's the smaller percentage 
of the player base. And you can see here, just the way they've organized this section, he's got his consumables, his quests, his aspects, his equipment. Up here, he can go from his character to his spirit boons to his abilities. You can cycle through those, all of his loot. And then you can see his character. I think, you know, I think his character looks awesome, right? That is just really, really smart use of UI, use of screen capital, really good stuff. Can you play the full campaign during the beta? You can play the entire first act of the Diablo 4 campaign during the beta. So the Diablo 4 beta is going to let you do the entire first area, the entire first area, and the entire first act, like the prologue and the first act. So that's how they've got it, uh, that's how they've got it set up. Diablo 4 Sweet, that's right. The character really looks like Zubair. Yeah, the character creation in this game is one of the things that they've talked about. Like, creating your character to look like yourself, I'm sure, is something that people are going to be doing. And they're going to put you in the cutscenes. So, if they're going to actually plant you in the cutscenes, you can see here, let's pause here. It's a very realistic scene here. You can see, uh, we got this footage from, you know, Zubair got early access to the beta, and he wanted to put himself in the game. And so, the, the, the this guy right here, looking very, very similar and lifelike, and just sort of organically placed into the cutscene. I think the cinematics in this look more lifelike than I, I honestly expected. I don't know at what point in the game this is, though, where they're sort of sitting on a couch, but I think that the character creation is... I think the character... <laughs> I almost made it. I almost made it, chat. I wanted, I was acting like that was serious. I was acting like this is, this is the real deal. They really... He really put himself into the game. <laughs> I hope he's here and didn't walk away. I hope I hope Zuby's here. Uh, are all the classes available during the beta? No, not all classes. During the closed beta, there's, uh, what, three? And then I think during the open beta, there's all five. Isn't that how it works? I forget now how they're, how they're doing it. <laughs> I do not see any Reforge Roast. I do not believe it. Hey, if you guys want to order some Reforge Roast, be sure to get some. Yeah, Zubair, Zubair typically has a has a cup of Dark Roast in his hand. And, uh, you know, that is that is something that does support the channel. Make sure you guys take advantage of our of our March Madness sale on the on the triple threat. You can use code March Madness at ReforgeRoast.com and it'll give you all three of our flavors at a discount bundled together. And uh, Reforge Roast is is not a sponsor. We are sponsored by uh, by Gamer Advantage and ADS Tees. Yes, yes, yes. So that's the end of that video. By the way, yeah, I, I got some nice stuff from Gamer Advantage. So that's that's the mouse pad, but I thought it kind of looked cool back there, like in the scene. Uh, I don't really have space for it on the desk, so I went ahead and did that. Make sure if you guys are enjoying the stream, make sure you are smashing the like button. We should easily have 200 likes. We are we are cruising to 500 viewers. If you are looking for Diablo 4 demo, uh, or I'm sorry, beta, Diablo 4 beta gameplay, we will be jumping in. Good timing. I just stepped away to get my first mug of the day. Yeah, there you go. There you go. You uh, you can you can you can make sure to. Uh, <laughs> I was, te- I was teasing. I was teasing about character creation. Don't forget, if you pre-order Diablo 4, you get a WoW mount too. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I went into my PlayStation 5 and pre-ordered, and when I try to pull it up, it tells me that it can't find my license. Has anybody else tried that on the PlayStation? I want to make sure there's not, like, something... I hope there's not there's something wrong with mine. 
Um, you like the lighting in the back? Thank you. So getting my daily fix of Reforge Gaming even on my vacay. What's good, Mick D09? My wife said, gamer guy on vacay? Yes, wife. Lono is king. That's right. Betas aren't demos. I know, I know. I misspoke. You gonna play the RE, uh, RE4 remake demo? I was gonna play that last week, but it, it did, um... <clears throat> it did. It didn't seem like it was long enough. People were saying it was really, really short. So I ended up. I ended up bowing out. One hour and thirty minutes away. Yeah, we are on the runway to the Diablo Four beta. We're right on the runway. The world is run by authentication servers. I, I bet they aren't on yet. That's what I'm thinking. Refresh your licenses. I'm assuming there's no stream with 30 today. We were we were batting around the idea of me like playing uh, with him, but I was like, I would just prefer if there's trouble or there's problems, like I can just kind of sit and talk to chat and not. I don't know. Where do you renew your licenses? Where do you do that in? Uh, you do that in user accounts. It's in. Uh, uh, is it? Yeah, restore licenses. Uh, let's see, restore. All games are up. Do you want to continue? Yes. Closing Diablo. Restoring. Um, let's see what happens. Yeah, they, they, I bet you the servers aren't up yet. The demo is about 20 minutes. Yeah, the, the Resident Evil 4 demo. Like, I'm not going to play something that's 20 minutes. That seems ridiculous. What's good, Abe? Good morning to you. Guys, make sure as you come in every day, you're going through the nor- the normal rituals, especially if you're a lurker. Make sure you smash the thumbs up button and the like button that helps the video find more people. Make sure you say something in chat at least once. Say, hey, good morning. Uh, and uh, make sure you're just being here as often as you can. We've been having great turnouts for all of the, the Xbox Activision deal coverage, but now today, it's Diablo Day. The Diablo 4 closed beta goes live in about an hour and a half. We will be playing. Lono, uh, have you run into Jim Cornett since you're in Louisville? He's a celebrity. I've, no, I don't even know who that is. And an unrelated note, Dying Light 2, while I wait for Diablo, it's a good game. Yeah, I didn't really have any interest in that one. Um, okay, so it says it restored my licenses. I have a feeling that the Diablo 4 servers not being up is why it's telling me that. It's like, hey, I can't find a license. I thought it was 9 a.m. Pacific. Well, yeah, that would be... 10, 11, 12. Yeah, 12 Eastern. Our beta is a work in progress and doesn't include the fully voiced languages. So this is what it shows when I boot up the game. Uh, there we go. This is what it shows me when I boot up the game. Press any button. Our beta is a work in progress. And then you press the button and nothing's going to happen right now because the servers are uh, the servers aren't on for like another hour and a half. Oh, queued. Well, now it says I'm queued. Okay. Not cute. Right? Not cute, but I'm cued. This Reforge recap is brought to you today by the Druid that Lono cannot play until next weekend. Oh, that's right! I can't pick the Druid today. That's next weekend when I can pick the Druid. What, Druid and Necromancer are next week? Right? Druid and Necromancer, I think, get added next week. I got a pair of the Gamer Advantage glasses. They're really good. I wear them all day and feel no eye strain. Yeah, thank you for, for saying that before one is zero. We, uh, you can use code LONO or use the glasses command to head over there. One of the reasons I really like them as somebody who wears prescription glasses is the real flexible light. Throw them in your pocket and then they just magnetically snap on. And it just looks like I'm wearing a pair of sunglasses. It doesn't look like I'm wearing some kind of... You know, you know how like the old folks wear like the big giant thing that like clips on the front. So I really, really like that. 
uh, about the Gamer Advantage glasses, and they do the blue light blocking, which I find is extremely helpful. Yeah, it just eventually says, unable to find a valid license for Diablo 4. Eventually, it just says that. So, yeah. Is this PS5 gameplay? Well, I have it on. Uh, that's what it shows on my PS5. Okay, so I'm not. I'm not in any. I'm not in some weird camp. You got the same error. Okay, and then when I try and pull it up on, um, can can I hide? Yeah, I just want to do that. I don't want that on screen. Um, okay, and then when I pull it up here on my computer in the BattleNet app. It shows beta and play is just grayed out. This cannot be played just yet. So that is about an hour and a half away. Daniel with a $2 tip says, I mean, Lono is cute though. I mean, I, I, I'll take it. I'll take it. I appreciate that. Thank you guys for the compliments. That's not, I, I, I don't really think that's why people watch me though. I don't think people watch me for my looks. I mean, if that's why you watch me, if you watch me for my looks, if you want to objectify me. I mean, that's your... That's your choice. I can't stop you. Uh, let me give you guys a member count. 2455, 2455. So we're down a little teeny bit from yesterday. Uh, you need about 500 more. So you just keep maintaining that 2500 though and you'll 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 keep the uh, the Star Wars watch party and what oh what the other one's the the, the double header horror weekend. That's the other one too. You might have to set the goals like per week in the month. Like when you get to the second week, when you get to the third week, ETC. You know what I'm saying? If you guys are just tuning in, I can give you a recap of my Diablo 4 beta expectations. Sort of my Diablo 4 gameplay expectations. I walked through things from Force Gaming. He talked about the moment-to-moment combat and why it feels different in Diablo 4 as compared to previous Diablos. One of the big changes they made, which I actually think this is really important. No green for St. Patrick's Day. I'm wearing a Zelda shirt. That's green. It's not like punch you in the eyeball green, but it's green. Um, so he, one of the big changes they made for the combat that makes it feel so much better is they changed the way that animations work. Right? They usually what you would do is let's let's say you proc an animation that has your character spinning like this, right? What it would do is it's like once you're within proximity of the enemy, damage numbers would just pop up because the animation is happening. What they've changed is there's an actual physicality to it. So as you're spinning and it comes back around and it hits the enemy, it's gonna proc, proc, proc. So there's a literal like moment to moment feel of impact. Not only that, Force Gaming talked about the responsiveness of the controls. Funny enough, if you watch that dev video, I do a reaction to it over on the dungeon. That's that's uh, that's our Diablo channel. Um, that you know we're hoping to feed a good amount of content, especially once the game gets here. But one of the things I joke about in my reaction video is like you can hear them just clicking the buttons like crazy on the controller. Like they didn't mic them all that well. I think they just are like a spatial mic so you just get everything that's happening in the room like the clicking of the buttons. But I think the reason that you can hear that is because of that responsiveness. They're just, they're really, they're really smashing through all their abilities and all their attacks and getting that, that player feedback. And I think that's something that a lot of people need to remember is that top-down isometric games have come a long way 
I think they've come a long way because and and I attribute some of this to Hades and some of this to other isometric games. They've proven that you can take sort of that top-down experience and make it more immersive. I think one of the reasons that Hades hooked people I think has less to do with the fact that it was a rogue. I think rogues hook people for unique reasons because of the way that they set it up and the the just one more run, you know, you you get that pull. But I think Hades really pulled people in because of the combat. It pulled me in almost immediately, right? Pulled me in almost immediately. And I mainly it was because I I felt like I was having this sort of intense moment to moment punch 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 experience and you don't get that in some of the older isometric games and some of the older games where whenever you're you're attempting to sort of engage in combat it almost sort of feels like you're disconnected from the battle you're just sort of cycling through the animations and waiting for the numbers to pop up if you think of games where you actively parry block slice or, or you know all the different things that you might do in like a melee based game the more finely tuned that combat is the better it feels And I think in a game like this, that's the thing I'm going to be looking for, is am I going to feel that sort of moment-to-moment, the the punches, the explosions, the casts? Because Diablo 4 gameplay is going, in my opinion, I think it's going to hinge on that. You You can build amazing ongoing content, you can have an amazing seasonal format. None of that matters if the moment to moment doesn't feel good, and according to Forest Gaming, that's a thing that's going to keep him coming back. When he says that, I'm convinced they're on to something. I'm like, they they can nail this format. They can nail this type of game. I believe they can because if if you're looking if you're looking for a game to to to, to spend you know hundreds of hours in, that's I'm mean, that's going to be a reason to keep coming back. It just feels good. One of the reasons I've always said that I feel like New World could have its comeback moment. I think New World could have its comeback moment because it just feels so good to be in the game. It feels so good to chop a tree down or to, you know, mine some ore. So if you guys are just tuning in, welcome into Reforge Gaming. We are talking about the Diablo 4 beta, why I'm playing, what my expectations are. Uh, we've been talking about the the feedback, sort of the, the, the player feedback and the content in the in the combat, I should say, and why that's so important. I do have it installed on my PS5. I also have it installed on my PC, we'll be jumping in as soon as we are able to. New New World expansion this fall. Yeah, I I think New World can have its comeback moment. I think they're going to have to come up with some pretty creative technology solutions if they if they if they have a a monsoon of players coming in, but I think that's a game right there that proves if you make a positive content loop and the game is enjoyable to be in, then people will keep coming back. Was that something positive about New World? You're full of surprises? I That shouldn't be surprising. I covered New World for uh, extensively for about a month. I slowly drifted from the game because I thought that the end game was, uh, wasn't, built, wasn't built that great. Uh, I also walked away from the game because I thought end game leveling was terrible. It just took too long. It was way too slow. It was not enjoyable. Uh, but I always said New World can have its comeback moment because... It's such a pleasant and enjoyable game to be in. 
And if you can get people to play a game and they just like being in the world, they just want to roam around and like chop trees down or roam around and, and, and hunt something or farm something, that that's the seedbed for loyalty. That's like the seedbed for engagement. Because something you have to understand about virtually every game, let's just take Diablo 4 at, you know, as a test case. Everything that you do, you're going to do hundreds of thousands of times. That's 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 a there, there's no way to avoid that. You're gonna go into a dungeon, you're gonna go into an open world area or a fight or whatever, and you're gonna do something that you've done hundreds of thousands of times before. The real trick is to make all those micro moments feel so good and so satisfying that they add up to an experience that you can stay in for long periods of time. If you can continue to go into a room, cast some spells, slice up some skellies, and get some loot, and it always feels good, that's that's going to keep you coming back. If, if, it, if it doesn't feel good, I don't... They, they could have the most... They could have the most content ever in the entire world. This is why I think you're seeing MMOs move away from old traditional tab-style combat, and they're moving toward a more action-oriented combat, a more moment-to-moment-style combat. If you look at what New World did, I said this is the first game that's going to change this standard. I think you're going to see people lean more toward action-style. And then if you look at Uh, Yeah, if you look at Lost Ark, that's definitely very action-oriented, very action-RPG-oriented. You know, it's top-down, but it's action. It's moment-to-moment. If you look at Blue Protocol, if you look at... What's the other one? We just looked at it. Wayfinder. Look at Wayfinder. These are games that are setting their sights on that MMO style, that ongoing style, but they've moved toward a more accessible and approachable action-style combat. I believe that Diablo 4 is doing something very similar. If you look at any of the Diablo 4 gameplay videos, you you do, you really get the impression. This is this is the latest video. Let me pull it up on the uh, on the old screen here. This is the latest video where they were doing some uh, some couch co-op. And uh, he was joking there about how everything could be, you know, you know, a trap or whatever. Um, but you'll you'll notice that like there's just this constant sort of player feedback. There's this constant sort of sense of you know you're chopping things down. You're you know you're moving your way through. And I think I think and even just stuff like that, just the traditional Diablo three loot, you know, loot pinata and stuff on the ground. I think it just makes it for a very very satisfying game. And a lot of people were accusing the game of being too dark, and some of the areas are pretty dark and they are pretty drab, but once you start getting into combat, all the abilities start procking, and you can kind of see the the lights on the abilities, the lights on the enemies. I think some of that that darkness is totally fine because you're going into dark areas, but the combat sort of elevates it up out of looking like, you know, you're, you're closed off in some dark shadowy corner. Oh yeah, we don't know if Throne and Liberty will be combat-wise. It might be a hybrid. I think more and more games... I think more and more games are going to lean toward the action thing, Ginger. I just do. I think it's more appealing. I don't think anybody's going to walk away from a game because it's action. 
I think people will walk away from a game if, if it's if it's old school, if it's turn based, if it's tab style. I think they'll that that'll turn people off. The action style will turn off some, but not very many. I don't think. I think the average MMO player would be more accepting uh, of an action style. Pays way better than content creation. Oh, I'm sure. Still making videos. That's why I love seeing all these green names in Lono's chat. Content creation is feast famine. Oh yeah, it's tough. It's tough. It really is, and we do. We appreciate all the support. We appreciate already being at 28 members on the day. You guys smashed that goal today. Every 25, we gotta. I gotta gift five back to the community. If you guys are just tuning in, we're gonna be diving into the Diablo 4 closed beta. I will be doing that for you today. Diablo 4 beta gameplay. It'll be my second stream of the day. Right now, we're just talking through moment-to-moment combat. Uh, I did a little bit of a talk in the beginning of the stream about the end game done right. And I talked about sort of the three principles uh, uh, of good endgame. And, you know, Ginger Prime's in chat, friend of the show, uh, you know, used to be on a, a weekly show with me. He got he got a he got a normal job, like well, a traditional job. He got a jobby job. And so, but he's in chat. And we're just talking about how the action style combat's going to continue to, I think, be more, uh, more common in games and MMOs. And he's agreeing. Yeah, you got to pull in the new generation. And you have to understand that, like, the tab-based combat in old MMOs was likely due to technical constraints. It wasn't because they thought it was the superior way to set it up. You go back to the old-school days of EverQuest, and you go back to the old-school days of, you know, World of Warcraft, and I think a lot of that tab-targeting combat, that the, the, the tab style, I think a lot of that was... I, I do. I think a lot of that was technical, you know, technical constraints, you know, and they don't have those constraints anymore. Look at this normal guy. Got a nine to five normie. Yeah, what a normie. <laughs> he is posting some of his stand up comedy on, on, on his one channel and uh, you guys should check it out. Obviously, you know, it's, uh, it's not safe for, for, for kiddos. It's not safe for work. Uh, so check that out when you're maybe got headphones in. Uh, it's it's nothing it's nothing way out there in left field, but it, uh, it it's definitely definitely not something that you you want to have on <laughs> if you're worried about you know that kind of thing. It's not like it's not like family friendly humor. <laughs> he might joke about families though. Get a number six here in a month plus. Also been doing stand up comedy. Got a new set going live on YouTube this weekend. There you go. There you go. You guys should definitely check it out. I don't know if I like the. I don't know if I like the werewolf though. I don't know if I like it. I I, I have to I have to play with it because I, I was watching him and it felt like he was just doing a lot of clicking and a lot of slapping. Hang on, I want to go back and get a freeze frame there. I just want to get a look at this. Um, I highlighted this earlier because we're talking about you know couch co-op and and how they were just so thoughtful with the setup here and how he can kind of pull up his gear and. You know, not interfere with what his buddy's doing. You get a nice snapshot of attack power, armor, life, and then you have strength, intelligence, willpower, and dexterity right here. Um, the thing that I will say is, I wish the characters, I wish this was lit a little bit better. It could literally be just that YouTube thing, but this looks a little, I don't know how to describe it. It looks a little foggy. It looks a little dim. Like, I really want to see my character. I really want to see his armor pop. Now, maybe, I, I think it looks quite a bit different um, when you're when you're playing by yourself. So this could just be one of the, one of the things that you just have to kind of accept when you're doing, uh, when you're, when you're, when you're playing with another person. Not another person, but when you're playing uh, couch co-op, you're just kind of accepting that you might not get as clean of a big, big look at your character. 
Question for the parents. New dad here. When did you start listening to Not Safe for Work on headphones so the kiddos don't hear? My little one's just over one. I mean, as soon as they can, as soon as they start parroting sounds, that's what I would do. As soon as they can start parroting sounds, because that man, they they pick up on stuff. It is surprise you how much on how much kiddos pick up on. Because even when they're not expressing themselves with, you know, intelligible words, you know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, they're they're still they're still listening and taking in the sounds. They actually researched this. Babies cry differently in different regions of the world. They're, they accent their cry depending on where their mom is from because they hear their mother's voice when they're in the womb. And so babies cry differently depending on the region of the world that they're born because of the way that we speech, our speech patterns, and the way of like voice inflection and voice intonation. So that little bebe is listening, man. They can hear. <laughs> they can hear, brother. <laughs> so they may not be able to say it just yet, but they will one day. If it's rattling around in their head, you can cry with an accent. Yeah, yeah. It's not an accent. It's about it's about the the pattern of the cry, the pattern of the cry, the intonation, uh, the way that they do it. Yeah, there was a big research study done on it. It was actually very interesting. It was very interesting. If you guys are just tuning in and you're waiting for the Diablo Four beta, we just can kind of taking a peek at some of the newest gameplay footage from the Diablo channel. They did a little dev dive here with Bloodshed and this handsome man here, just uh, walking through the game doing couch co-op. And uh, showing off just the, I think the UI is one of the reasons I really was pleased with this. Um, those of you that are going to have to do couch co-op, uh, that's going to be, you know, an enjoyable experience for you. Tony Xbox extremist guys cry differently as well. Yeah, they do. They do. They, the, the blue tears and green tears definitely fall different. They do. They definitely fall a little bit different. <laughs> Blue tears, blue tears have further to go, you know, because it's it's tough to be on top. But uh, <laughs> oh my gosh, my favorite, my favorite is my 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 Starfield video, the timed exclusive one. Is so many people are instantly saying, you know, cope more pony, cope more pony, better get an Xbox pony. I'm like, I have a Series X. I'm I'm gonna be buying Starfield. This is literally just a, a video. I'm just theorizing. I'm just having fun. It's like, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna buy it. <laughs> I'm gonna buy it on my Series X. <laughs> uh, I always want to be like, listen, if you have a Series S and you know you're worried about its performance, don't worry. I have a Series X. You can tune in and watch me. Uh, you can tune in and watch me play it <laughs> on the superior Xbox. I hope this footage has the brightness cranked to the max, as it looks it was too bright, especially in the gear menu. I mean, they may have turned it up because of where they were sitting and how they were playing. They may have turned it up just because they were getting complaints about the game being too dark. So maybe they're just showing you like, hey, you know, you can you can crank the lighting if you want. You can, you know, you can you can make things look a little bit brighter. That might be why whenever they're in the co-op menu in the UI and they're like showing it off, uh, it's possible. It's possible, you know what I mean? <laughs> Uh, that uh, that they did that, you know. That's maybe why when he pulls up his character menu, it looks kind of it looks kind of like washed out a little bit. They might have you know cranked the gamma. No, no, no. You need the true Xbox experience. That's right, Series S. They definitely need to fine tune the HDR. It looks washed out to me. I'll tell you what. 
I'll tell you what might be going on, Lido. In my experience with capture cards and capturing game footage, when you turn on HDR, it makes everything stupid dark. Like, you can't freaking see anything. So maybe they've turned HDR off, and it's creating that, like, slightly washed out, the gamma's turned up a little bit too much, you know what I'm saying? What's up, guys? Been a long time. Good to see you, Digic. Nice to see you. This looks really colorful compared to the dark and gloomy they've been selling. Well, and if you watch some of the dark and gloomy footage and you wait for them to actually start doing attacks, it it does. William Long with a membership renewal. Welcome back in, William Long. So I, I think some of that is... is I think some of the complaints about it being too dark were overstated. I, I'm not going to say they were wrong because there were elements of like, yeah, it's a little dim, but I think they were a little bit overstated because if you watched more than five seconds of the gameplay... Their combat, their attacks, the enemy's combat, the enemy's attacks would kind of brighten up the place. You could kind of see them. You could see the the trails of their attacks and the trails and the explosions and the area of effect of your own attacks. It sort of popped a little bit more. It's not like your character was just constantly sort of in the dark. You know, it's like this dim, no lighting, you know, setting. Ginger says, let's smash that thumbs up button, crew. Let's get to 300. That's right. That's right. As far as I can tell, we're mostly being watched today by people who are already subscribed to the channel. If you've never been here before, I am usually in this scene doing a talk show. Uh, We've gotten a lot of traction this week covering the Xbox uh, Activision deal and very passionate and heated debates, but I do keep it safe for work. Uh, I do keep it safe for work, so make sure uh, you hit subscribe and the bell button if you are enjoying uh, the content. Um, if you are enjoying the content, that's a great way to not miss out on it and a great way to, uh, a great way to help the video be found by more people. Can I catch a recap? I'll give you a recap. Actually, we're, we're having a bit, a, a little bit of a surge in viewership. So let me give you guys a bit of a recap. So I opened up the show and said that there were two, there were two really big reasons that I am excited to jump into Diablo four gameplay. And with the Diablo 4 beta landing today, we're jumping in in about an hour. I do have it installed on my PS5 and my PC, so we could bounce back and forth. If I have any issues with my PC, we'll just we'll just switch to the console. Sometimes my PC acts squirrely, and I can never... I just have not been able to figure out why. Um, but, but... The two big reasons that I'm wanting to dive into, the things that have me really excited is... Number one... We had uh, a recent video from Force Gaming where he outlined just how good combat feels, the moment-to-moment. He outlined some of the things that they talked about, how they've updated the animation system. The animation system has basically been changed to, if your character is spinning around, the damage numbers don't pop up until the animation interacts with the enemies, which is a different way of doing it than they did in the past. In the past, you would just have to like sort of get in proximity and the numbers would just start popping up. So it would sort of make you feel a little bit disconnected from the action. So the action and the moment-to-moment combat is going to feel more immersive and more impactful. He also talked about how like animations of your attacks and your abilities will change as you level up. So they get cooler, bigger, look look stronger, and it just adds that feeling of like, oh, I'm doing more damage, my, my stuff is stronger now. So that's kind of the first thing. That was kind of the first, you know, area I read through a bunch of Force Gaming's feedback. You know, I listened to his video and I was just kind of taking notes. The second thing that I talked about was end game done right. End game done right. And one of the things I think they're nailing with the end game is I kind of outlined three principles 
of good end game design and I, I, these principles are, are things that I've commonly talked about. Number one, you need to keep the entirety of the game or as much of the game as you can relevant. Keep as much of the game relevant as you can. I think they're doing that with the dungeons and with the procedural generation. So at a ground level baked into the crust of this game, baked into the foundation of Diablo 4, is that you go into a dungeon, it's procedurally generated. If you go back into it, it's not going to be the exact same experience. It's not going to be the same layout of the same, the same encounters. Once you get to the end of the game, you go back and you can do nightmare dungeons. And there's, there's trajectory, there's intentionality, there's movement, there's reasons to do those. That's keeping most of the game relevant. Let me give you the two other principles in just a second. Dr. Grove, thank you for doing a member plus. Many more months to come. Welcome back in as a member. Geek to Sneak with eight months. Thank you so much for jumping back in, Geek. We've already gotten 28 members today. If this gets to 50, I'll owe you even more members. I already owe you five. So that's the first, I think, one of the first foundational principles of a good ongoing live service game. If you want a good end game, you need to keep as much of the game as possible relevant. So many games, the end game sort of turns on the rest of the game and cannibalizes it and it tells you these are the only two activities that matter now the rest of the game is a it's just a pointless waste of time right those areas those 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 activities uh those dungeons yeah they don't matter that's not happening in diablo so from where i sit they're getting a lot of use out of their capital and that's something that i've always pushed for with live service games with ongoing games and with end game right the Sony being interested in buying Take-Two was a rumor started by a guy who seemingly doesn't have reliable sources. I don't think they're trying to buy Take-Two. I think Sony's got about $5 billion left for acquisition. Or is it 9 Is it 5 or $9 billion? I can't remember. I don't think right now. They could afford Take-Two if they got you know, the bank to help out because they would need about 20 to $25 billion to get Take-Two. I don't think they're having plans to buy Take-Two. So that's the first thing. That's the first principle of endgame philosophy, especially for an ongoing live service game. Uh, the second thing that I really think you need for good endgame philosophy for an ongoing game, you need to give me a reason to advance and keep powering up. I need a reason. It's got to work kind of like a spiral staircase. I leveled up and got stronger for the next thing that I'm going to go do and I level up and get stronger and then I level up and get stronger, right? You create like sort of a spiral staircase. Now, yes, that spiral staircase, you run out of spiral staircase eventually, okay? You run out of spiral staircase. It's it's unavoidable. I don't I don't think you can avoid it. I think that's that's a common thing that you're going to run into. You're going to commonly have that sort of endpoint. But as far as I can tell, they were very thoughtful about constantly giving you a reason to keep playing. The last thing I think you need to do is avoid as much sameness and repetition as possible. Now, this is extremely tough because all games at their heart, all games, especially ongoing games, at their core is they're repetitious. They're all repetitious. Did you guys see the size of the map, by the way? Look at this. Look at that. Yeah, that's that's zoomed out. That's just it's just this is just a, a a snippet of one area. That's pretty good. So from where I sit, one of the most important things is good end game philosophy. I feel that they've thought that through for Diablo 4. 
There's actually smoke. They're giving some of the movement taking place at Take Two right now. Doubt it's a buy, but there's something happening. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Maybe they're going to let him buy controlling interest. I don't know. Cody Biscuits with 10 months. Thanks for the continued great content. Love to see your channel grow. Coffee is great. Thank you so much. If you guys want to support the channel directly, the absolute best way to support me if you listen every day and you think this show is awesome and I'm kind of part of your daily routine now, consider doing a $5 a month membership. If you, Especially if you're here multiple times throughout the week. Multiple times throughout the week. That's a great way to support me directly. We do have a members only Uh, We do have a members-only Discord, and my wife and I will be doing a members-only stream this evening with Diablo 4. We'll be playing together, and it should be a really, really good time. Hope to see a bunch of you there tonight. You can also gift members. If you're like, man, I can't afford a membership right now, just be here as often as you possibly can. Uh, if you're here as often as you possibly can, smashing like and just being awesome, you will increase the likelihood of you getting a gifted membership. I hope they add an option to experience the past seasonal themes if they do themes in a similar way to Diablo 3. Yeah, I think it's tough because you always have to balance FOMO. FOMO is F-O-M-O, fear of missing out. And FOMO is often used in seasonal formats because it's like you need to give people a reason to log in and play. And a reason to log in and play for a season de facto creates FOMO, right? Why should I come play season two? We have this awesome stuff happening. Well, can I do it later? No. Okay, now I'm going to come play, right? Yo, what's good, Aaron, right? So do you see what I'm saying? It's, It's at one level, I don't think it's avoidable. You have to create some sort of an impetus to say, here is a reason to come into the game. Here is a reason to be in the world and playing and leveling and all and all of those things. Beyond that, beyond that, I do think if you have absolutely zero FOMO, it flattens out incentive. Does that make sense? It just flattens out incentive. So you can't fall into either ditch. There's the ditch of like zero FOMO. No real genuine reason to log in season two. You can log in in season four and get everything then too, right? Now, the other ditch is too much FOMO. There was a time where uh, one of the one of the lead devs on, at Destiny said that they had leaned too heavily into FOMO and they were going to try and lead away from it, right? They didn't get rid of it entirely. You can't get rid of it entirely. So I think there has to be a small twinge of, ah, oh, man, if I don't play this season, I'm not going to get that dope stuff, right? Especially with how long the seasons end up being. Yeah, Diablo 4 beta is today. Guys, we will be playing the Diablo 4 beta gameplay in about an hour. We will switch streams when that happens. So make sure you're subscribed to the channel and make sure you're kind of ready for that. That's going to happen in, in about in about 50 minutes. Uh, we'll obviously make sure that we can get into the game first before we back out. Do we know if it's going to be controller compatible? Am I going to be able to use a controller um, on PC? Because if not, I'll probably just play on my PlayStation. I do not want to play with a mouse and keyboard. I love playing games like this with a controller. Have they specified whether or not Diablo 4 will have controller support on PC? Diablo 3 did not. Diablo 2 Resurrected did not. I don't think. I think I had to use a mouse and keyboard if I remember right. What the resolution and FPS of the Diablo demo? It's not a demo. It's a beta, and I'm not sure. They, I don't know if they've said. 
I do not know if they've said what it'll run at. Like, PC folks will be able to go in and poke around with the settings, but uh, I, I don't know what it's going to run on, on the consoles. Beta progress does not carry over. They said PC supports controller. Oh, excellent. Thank you, guys. Thank you, Chad. Thank you, Ginger. Yo! G.I. Joe jumping in as a VIP. I'm going to count that as two. I'm counting that as two in the member count. That takes us to 30 members. If you guys want to help the member, the daily member goal, you can do a VIP membership, and I'm going to count it as two. Thank you so much, G.I. Joe, for doing that. That's a higher level of support. That's a great way to support these daily shows. Thank you so much. You guys will notice I've been streaming for over an hour. I've not run a single ad. Now, if you watch the past broadcast, you'll see ads about every uh, 20 minutes or so. I think that's fair. It's a pretty long show. Uh, you, you know, you watch shorter videos and have way quicker intervals of ads. And the reason we don't run ads is because live streams are not conducive for that. It's far better to have uh, a member base. And we do those member streams and have the members only discord as a great way to say, hey, thanks for being a member of what we're doing here. We're giving you a place to hang out and we're giving you extra content. My wife and I will be playing Diablo 4 this evening for members only. Your stuff does carry over. Your progress doesn't carry over. Your progress doesn't. You get you get some un- you get some rewards for taking part, but your progress does not carry over. YouTube can now insert ads into live streams. I mean, I've been able to do it for a really long time, but I, I'm not. They even pop up and tell me to do it, and I'm like, no. If they start doing it arbitrarily, I'm going to be really annoyed. I will be really annoyed. That's not conducive to what we do. The 20-minute intervals are appreciated by this VOD watcher. Thank you, Alexander Smith. I appreciate that. They come a little bit quicker at the beginning of the VOD. I think the first ad is at like 7, and then the second one's at like 15, but after that, it's every 20. That's because most people only watch the opening monologue. So, so like, we're, we're just being intelligent. We're treating the opening monologue like a normal YouTube video. I think that's fair. Like a 20 or 30-minute opening monologue, like, you get two ads. Like, come on. I think that I think that's fair. Leaving my like. Thank you, Truth Teller. I appreciate that very, very much. What class will you be playing since the Druid isn't in it yet? I'd love to see some Barb. I don't know. I never pick Barb. What are the three? Is it is it Barb, Sorceress, and... Uh, Sorcerer, sorry. Barb, Sorcerer, and... Is it Rogue? What is it? It's three, right? Because next week is Necro and Druid, isn't it? They, they're going to add Necro and Druid when the open beta hits. It only carries over to the open beta. Yeah, your progress, I'm sorry. We we need to be crystal clear here. I might not be I might be like crossing paths and we're crossing wires in the progress. Don't cross the streams. Your closed beta progress carries over to the open beta. None of the beta progress at all carries over into the launch of the game in June. Oh, today's Barb Sorcerer Rogue. Barb Sorcerer Rogue. I think I'm going to go Sorcerer. Sorcerer says, I say Sorcerer. Gee, I wonder why Sorcerer wants me to play as a Sorcerer. I'm going to say Sorcerer again. Sorcerer. I'm just just kidding. What? It'll just let you lift it. Are they here? In like 10 minutes? Yeah, you just literally, fingers under, it's not heavy at all. It'll go up. (laughs) Stop it, mama. You said title year. <laughs> We're having our... It's, it's, when it rains, it pours, chat. It's tax season. 
the battery in our in our in our in our van finally went bad because you know it's while like yeah while she was out with the children it was like a four year old battery right it, 2017 is when we bought that car oh my gosh almost a five year old battery so we had to replace the battery in the car um, and uh, the the motor the motor our our garage door went out. I think it was installed in like 1995. <laughs> oh, but thankfully that was just a jug of water. Yeah, that was still scary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Garage door on the fritz. Yeah, it just does the clicking thing, which I, I researched it. It means it has a bad logic board, which it was installed in 1995. That's pretty impressive. They're gonna have to replace the whole thing, I think, because I read up if like if they replace the logic board. It can be cheaper, but then the lot that that can sometimes like last like a very short amount of time. You know what I mean? So, so your memberships are appreciated. <laughs> it's a, it's that time of year, man. It's like taxes are looming on the horizon, and then the dadgum battery in a car goes, and the stupid garage door goes. Come on, man! New garage door openers are nice. Get Wi-Fi. People only watching the opening monologue, they're missing the meat and potatoes. Well, Eddie, you gotta think about the garden variety YouTube viewer, right? The average YouTube viewer is not looking for a two-hour-long video. They're looking for a ten-minute video. That's why we front-load the live stream with all the value because I'm trying to hit both types of both types of audience members, right? Both types of audience members. There's the classic YouTube viewer, and then there is the, you know, the podcast folks. I'm trying to hit both audience types. Just went through the same thing with my garage door opener. Yeah, it's a bummer. It's something like HomeKit compatible, life changer. Yeah, I don't. There's a guy coming in ten minutes, and you know, I told my wife, I said, I trust your judgment. Just you know, let them let them walk out of price and what they can do, and then make a choice. You know, make a choice. If you guys are tuning in for Diablo Four beta gameplay, we will be switching streams in about forty-five minutes to jump in and play. I have it installed on my PC. I have it installed on my PS Five. We are ready to go as soon as the servers go online. Only getting conned by big garage door opener. <laughs> I'm ready for disappointment on lighting. Uh, sorcerer, it always tends to be that way. Hopefully, they add on to it and buff it to be good as ice and fire. Oh, you meant to say lightning? I was like lighting source. Like they're not going to give you good lighting on your sorcerer. Like what? Those car batteries. My kids love turning the lights in the back of the van. Well, we have a, a, a Honda Odyssey Touring, and it's a 2018, and it has all those new features that they started putting in cars back then. Like when you stop at a stoplight, it cuts the engine off, and like it does all this stuff. We turn a lot of that stuff off when we're driving because it's just annoying. But you, it, 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 the battery, it takes a certain type of battery and it ain't cheap, but it also wears the battery down. So, you know, we got almost five years out of it. That's pretty good. Don't be surprised if you should replace the spring and the wheel bearings. Yeah, I, it's just, it's, it's, this is how it happens. This is how it happens. Everything breaks all at once. Everything, everything breaks all at once. I just would have appreciated if it didn't happen like literally during tax season. In Diablo 4, different classes wield different elements, so classes don't have access to all damage types like in the past. Yeah, it has the built-in vacuum, Abe, yes. It does. I was like, why is the screen so white? I was like, what happened to my broadcast? <clears throat> That's a feature to turn the engine off at a stoplight? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you like you hit the brake and it like cuts the engine. 
it doesn't cut the engine it like drops it down to like a super low idle or something I don't like it. It, it it literally feels like it's hard on the engine I, I'm not an expert I'm not a car mechanic but I'm like that does not feel like it's good for the engine because you'll like bump the line or somebody will turn right and so then you'll go up by one car length and then it cuts the engine again and I'm like that off and on on the engine I'm like God, I did again I'm not an expert, but that just don't seem good for it. <laughs> that seems like, yeah, we're going to save your gas. Yeah, and then you're going to have built-in obsolescence. You're going to jack my engine up way faster. We turn it off every time we get in the car. Yo, Killer Delta grabbed a bag of light roast and two bags of Frickmas. Thank you so much, Killer Delta, for ordering some Reforged Roast coffee. Only going to be able to play two hours. Uh, a pox upon work. Sucks being responsible. I hear you. They build the starter accordingly. Not. It's just fine. I don't like it, but it's not bad for it at all. I don't. I, I don't. I, I trust my gut. I don't believe anybody who says that. That's one of those things where, like, I, you can't convince me. You know what I mean? I'm going to be stubborn on that. I'm like, no, nah, you can't convince me. That's bad for the car. <laughs> That's bad for the car. Manufacturer says it's fine. Yeah, sure they do, because it probably increases the amount of times I come in for maintenance. So like, well, if we get people to use this feature, we can actually have them coming in at a quicker intervals of maintenance, basically building in obsolescence that gives us more money, more opportunities to sell them upsells, oil changes, tire rotation. It's brilliant. I don't trust it. I don't trust it. <laughs> Talking about car companies that sell subscriptions for heated seats. I don't trust it. <laughs> I don't trust it. Yeah, all the electronics stay on. It just cuts the engine down to like a super low idle. It literally feels rough. It feels rough. It feels hard on the car. Yeah, if you try techno punk, if you're trying to play the Diablo 4 beta right now, you can't. You can't. You got to wait about 45 minutes. It's going to tell you it can't verify your license or whatever. It's doing that to everybody. Servers are not ready for you yet, so it can't verify you've bought the game. Murph says it's not good for it. It adds extra wear on the bearings. Starter fuel lines, it adds more points of failure. That's what I'm saying. I'm writing this down for the next time you go after an unqualified opinion. <laughs> Murph, Murph saying that I'm right. I'm going with that. I'm going with that. In my next argument about this car situation, I'm like, yeah, well, MurphDog41 said it increases all the points of failure by putting more wear and tear on the bearings, the starter, the fuel lines, the, you know, the compressor, the gigawatt divider, the the, the axle, the CPU, the motherboard. <laughs> I just start listing everything in the car. The, the windows, the headlights, it's just a freaking disaster. You only gain like one MPG for auto startup, uh, stop and startup, uh, and it's when most wear happens to your engine. Lono, this is coming from an auto tech for over 30 years. So my gut is right. He's saying you gain one mile per gallon for auto start and stop, and it's the most wear that happens to your engine. You can feel it. I, I can feel the car telling me, ouch. <laughs> I can feel it. It's like, oh, I'm sorry, baby. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, baby. <laughs> like, you know, what are we doing? Doc Brown was in a movie called 
Uh, was it a movie? Nobody called Good Show. What? It wastes your headlight fluid. Yeah, I don't want to. I don't feel like refilling my headlight fluid. <laughs> uh. <laughs> the forward shields. That's right. If you guys are just tuning in, this is not a this is not a, an auto mechanic uh, stream. I pro- I promise you. I promise you. Uh, thank you everybody who has hit subscribe today. We started the day with like a little over twenty six thousand subscribers. We just hit a new milestone, and it looks like we're going to hit twenty six dot one today. Thank you guys so much for doing that. If you're enjoying my other shows. I appreciate you supporting the talk show and the channel. Those of you who have done memberships today, thank you so much. We're already at 30 memberships on the day. A handful of people did memberships on their own. We have very generous people here who gift members as well. We're hovering in the 2,500s of members, which means in about 500 more members, I will give you a Just Dance stream, which I don't want to do. That's why the goal is set. It's so high, but you are within reach of it. Make sure you're smashing the like button. If you want to talk in my chat, ask questions, or become part of the community, make sure you have press subscribe. That enables you to talk in the chat. We've just been watching this dev adventure video. It's just good couch co-op and fun. And uh, the the Diablo 4 beta goes live in about 40 minutes. I will be playing. It will be a separate stream. It will be a separate stream. Uh, that way the gameplay is completely separate from my talking points. This morning I was talking about why I am playing. It's not a mechanic stream because Lono can't fix cards. He needs a booster seat in order to be in the front seat. Oh, my. F- <laughs> yeah, okay. Okay. I I feel like, I feel like I'm going to start charging a joke tax, right? You make a short joke, you have to pay, you have to gift a member, right? Every short joke costs a membership, all right? Because I'm tired of you people making fun. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean, you people? <clears throat> hmm. He's not wrong. Whatever. Um, I say that knowing full well I'm only two inches taller than Lono. That's right. That's right. I'm not that short. Five six is not that short. What about ironic tall jokes? I don't know. I don't know what the going rate is on ironic tall jokes, Alexander. I don't know. I don't know. Become a member and we'll divide it and we'll see. We'll see what the, we'll see what the, it turns into. <laughs> How's the gameplay looking? Uh, so I opened up today's stream walking through. Right now, we're just looping a video from the Diablo channel where a dev sits down with Bloodshed, uh, a content creator. I believe Bloodshed's a content creator. And they just play through some local co-op, which I think it's a really cool way to see how they handle local co-op with the UI and the menus and stuff. But uh, something that kind of came out of this was just sort of like, I think there's two main reasons I'm really looking forward to Diablo 4 and one of them is everything Force Force Gaming has a really good video as well if you want to check out his content we really like Force he really talked about the moment to moment combat just feels so so good and he walked through a bunch of reasons why they made updates to the animation system uh, the abilities and stuff actually level up and change in appearance as you level up and, and, and get stronger and then in this talk 
the dev mentioned in passing how they're going to treat dungeons with procedurals so they're never the same experience but also you come back to them later in the end game and do nightmare dungeons so they've got a really really good end game philosophy keeping the entirety of the game relevant and not you know shrinking down the end game to just a couple of activities but they've also just got i think really really good moment to moment combat it's going to feel very different than previous diablos Eugene, 18 months of members. Madam drives the car because he can't see over the steering wheel. She hits the garage door opener because he can't reach it. That is so mean. That is so freaking mean. At least you're a VIP plus. Dad gum. That is harsh. Yo, USMC Blade with a VIP membership. We're counting those as two members. So I'm bumping that to 32 on the day. Thank you very, very much. The VIP. Now, how many phone books are you sitting on currently? <laughs> frick you! Semper Fi. Thank you for your service, but frick you! <laughs> <laughs> This son of a gun. Coyote coming in with 23 months and it's a VIP. Getting close to the two-year red badge. Thank you, Coyote. When I first got my license, uh, they let me say I'm 5'8", so I've stuck to that to this day. There you go. There you go. You do realize, Eugene, that Madam is shorter than me. Madam is actually like half an inch shorter than me. I thought we were the same height, and then she showed me. She's like, no, no, they're not. Hey, Vengeance says, all right, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Wait, no, he just did five, so he's probably paying up so he can make a bunch of jokes. Taking us to 37 members on the day. Thank you so much, Vengeance. It goes to Epic Fail Games, David, Genghis Khan, Frank Parker, and Paul Nile. Guys, if you just got a membership, make sure you get into our members-only Discord so you don't miss out on all the extra members-only content. My wife and I will be doing a Diablo 4 members-only stream this evening. We're probably going to kick off with about an hour of we'll do a public stream so everybody can see and then we'll we'll kick it over to members. We'll kind of like let people hear the banter and the fun and maybe design our characters and stuff. Um, so I got four more short, jo- short jokes now, right? Yeah, you, you, you've got a surplus. Yeah, you got a surplus. Gonna regret that? No, I don't think so. <laughs> Literally open up a can of worms with member milestones. <laughs> Paka jumping back in as a member, getting that green badge. Thank you so much, Paka. Apparently, YouTube disables gifts on channels by default. Well, it's because some people might want to watch and not have their name called out, Chad, so they wouldn't want to get a membership. Like, let's say you watch my channel religiously, and your your username is your full name, and you never type. You never say anything. You come in, you subscribe, you give me a like and someone can gift a membership to you without your approval, well, then all of a sudden your name would be in chat. Does that make sense? I think that opt-in is the appropriate way to do it. I thought they were both so short, one would steer and the other one would work the pedals. I let You guys talk about us like we're Oompa Loompas, like we're three feet in size. It's like, I'm 5'6". I'm 5'6", and you talk about me like I'm, I'm, I'm shorter than a yardstick. Like, give me a freaking break. Jiminy Christmas. <laughs> Jiminy Christmas. There we go, 26.1. Man, we're cooking. This channel's cooking. We're cooking on... My favorite thing is all the people on Twitter that are, like, trying to attack me, and it's like, all you're doing is increasing my reach and impressions. Go off, King! <laughs> Yell and scream! Lono, will you get uh, to my question shortly? Of course you will. You do everything shortly. You mother... Nova! Nova! 
That costs. Uh, that's a. That's a membership. You have to pay for that. Wow, short people really do get angry. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh my gosh, that's condescending. That's a double. That's two jokes in one. Whatever. That is so mean. Lona has to put Madam on his shoulders and throw on the trench coat. (laughs) So they're tall enough to buy beer. Where are you that there's a height requirement to purchase beer? (laughs) Oh my gosh. Is this the Charlie and Chocolate Factory stream? Just kidding. Lono, simmer down there a little bit. (laughs) Uh, I have to couch. Uh, I have to couch to look Lono in the eye. Oh, crouch. If you're going to do the joke, Vengeance, at least spell it right. He's an angry elf, short-tempered. Where are you guys? I'm owed so many memberships now. It costs one membership for a short, per short joke. You fricks, you frickin' cheapskates. <laughs> uh, this one from Diablo stream too. Haha, ha, short Lono is short stream. Uh, it turns on a dime. Lono has a short fuse. Frick you! <laughs> oh, come on! Lono is average height for a wood elf. <laughs> oh. To be fair, I'm a little jealous of your height. Being tall sucks. I always, I always tell tall folks, you know, when they're giving me grief about being short, I'm like, you know what I've never had to look for whenever I'm traveling in a rental car or an airplane? They're like, what? What's that? Leg room. (laughs) They're like, you're right. You're right, though. (laughs) Yeah. Enjoy flying on that airplane like a sardine. Mm-hmm. I'm sitting there comfortably watching my iPad, reading a book, all stretched out. That's right. Right. See, all these claims are funny, but I have proof. She's clearly taller. That is some bull. That is some straight bull creature. You better make us the same height in that dadgum thumbnail, you freaking... I'm going to start swearing. <laughs> I swear at creatures so much on the phone. Two gifted members, one from Zyber, one from Charles Freeman, and it went to Eric Chabdra and Dabbing Jesus. There you go. That takes us to 39. That takes us to 39. Listen, if you're going to insult me, at least pay me. The armor. He looks like a turtle. (laughs) Oh, man. Man, these jokes are low bearing fruit but Lono would still need a ladder come on come on that's not bad hey I got a VIP gold plus platinum extreme membership or whatever it's called I expect at least three complimentary insults per stream I also checked my dashboard on the coffee zoo bear <laughs> you're our t- you're our top spender I was like hey look at Zuby go <laughs> look at Zuby go Oh my gosh. My kids will literally ask, is this a Zubair order? Uh. <laughs> they fight over who gets to do the the, the drawing. Yo, Eric Chob, Ch- Chaberta? Eric Chaberta. Yo, Eric gets a gifted membership and he pays it forward with five of his own, taking us to 44 members on the day, getting within reach of 50. 
K Med, Jive Turkey, King Speaks, DJJ William Harper. You guys all got gifted memberships. Make sure you get into the members only Discord. Number one, number one, Short Kings. <laughs> That's right. Lono's kitchen counter says, please ask for assistance. No, but my, you are that you are mean, bro. You Google that one. No, I, I don't believe it. You you Google that one, Nova. You Google. That's a short joke, Google. I can feel it. I can feel it. It's too it's too good. If that's unique to you, I, that's impressive. That's impressive work. If that's yours. You short kings use a step tool to climb onto the throne. No, but we use our feet to kick you in the face. <laughs> you'd need a you'd need a step stool to do that, Lono. <laughs> Who is second in coffee? I can't remember. Creature could tell you. Hey, Frodo. All right, now y'all are just being mean. You're just doing short jokes and not paying for them. The deal was you have to gift a member for every short joke. So if you're gonna do a short joke, you have to gift one member. At this point. You guys have done enough short jokes to almost get the Just Dance stream. Like, come on. You can't reach his face. There it is. There it is. We're losing viewers, by the way. They're like, this is freaking stupid. They're just making fun of this little man. <laughs> well, I was enjoying that stream about Diablo 4, but it just turned into a bashing fest. A short little angry man. <laughs> what? Did you guys see... Did you guys see David Jaffe responded to my tweet? We're getting some we're getting some heat on Twitter. Lono does pull-ups on the door handle. Remember that time we could super chat you to get people timed out in chat? Good times. That was funny. That was funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. We tried to do it the next day where we're like, yeah, give five members to time someone out. Nobody did it. Tgrim with a dollar. Jeffrey Richards is going to gift a member. He decides to actually pay up. He's like, all right, all right, I'll pay up. And it goes to Chad. Welcome into the membership, Chad. If it doesn't get red, you get a refund, but it might be short. Oh, my gosh. Ooh. Short and angry. I didn't see DSP in here. Why are people so mean to him? I don't pay any attention to him, but people are real mean to him. I don't get it. Is that like his? Is that his? Is that his brand to be a punching bag? Abe says five minute timeout for vengeance, please. Five bucks. No, 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 no. You gotta get. I'm not. I'm not doing timeouts for super chats. We want memberships, not super chats. No. Mm-mm. That's not the deal. You gotta gift a member if you want him timed out. Nova, Nova decides to pay up. Yeah, I think you owe me more than that, Nova. Taking us to 46 members on the day. Super Gaming with a $5 super chat tip. If I stand next to Lono, it's like I'm playing Diablo 4 in real life. <laughs> like I'm literally the size of a board game piece. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's so mean. That's actually really good, though. DSP did a big interview yesterday. Keemstar was there too. He's just DSP. Just can't explain it. Yeah, I've, I've never paid any attention to him. I've never paid any attention to him. So where are you hiding the pot of gold? Oh my gosh. Super Gaming is going to come in with five gifted members and take us to 51. 
Coyote says, well, I'm going to upgrade to a VIP gold. So Coyote's rolling his sleeves up, it seems. Uh, Mina Megala, Sid, Asha, Chronic, Mayhem, and Trust Gamer, and Rissick! Rissick coming in off the top rope and gifting 10, and then Tigrim's going to gift one, taking us to 62 members on the day. That is a bunch. That is a bunch. That's a lot of timeouts. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to short you on the gifted members. I'm going to be broke soon. <laughs> Golly, you're you're so mean, Nova. That was, that was good though. Didn't mean to short you on the job. Thank you again to Rissick and T Grim and Super Gaming for gifting a bunch of members. You guys are the best. Super super generous. Appreciate it very very much. Reforged dungeon video hit. Rundown video hit. FTC refused. Microsoft not giving up info. There we go. We got a lot of content hitting in a lot of places. What you doing, mama? Yeah. Uh. Awesome. Uh, it's 1995 install date. No, they didn't. That's awesome. Same company. Okay. Yeah, Wi-Fi and all that. Yeah. <laughs> okay, can he do that, or do we have to buy it from somewhere else? And they'll come back. That's fine. What's it? Did he say what's it going to cost? It's a hundred and something. <laughs> 450 <laughs> my wife said gift it up people oh my gosh okay <sighs> uh, Cardock Ren okay take cards good Cardock Ren with five gifted members taking us to 67 members on the day and there's the big boy 20 20 coming in from online MVP, taking us to 87 members on the day. If you get a member right now, make sure you get in our members only Discord. We are doing a stream tonight. My wife and I are going to be playing some local, like local co op Diablo 4 gameplay. So make sure you're here tonight for it. You really want to get into the members only Discord or you will miss out. Today's going to pay for the battery. Yeah, that's great, because now the garage door is going to cost me another crispy, like, 100-something for today, and then 400-something for the dadgum garage door. Apparently, Nintendo's running out of pre-order bonus ideas. They're giving away forks and spoons now. Yeah, but at least I can use the spoon instead of just setting something on my counter, or, or on, like, a shelf. You know what I mean? Yo, what's good, what I miss? What's good, Warpath? Did you hear Lono got pickpocketed? How could anyone stoop so low? Oh my gosh, that's mean Coral Reefer. Lono is so short he does pull-ups on the door handle. You already said that joke, Mantis. That comment was really short-changed. Golly freaking day. 
I hope you guys listen, listen, I mean this, mean this from the heart, full screen. I hope you guys get really, really close to the Just Dance stream goal again, and I hope you miss it. <laughs> I hope you miss it again. That's what I hope. Your buddy bunch of guys are so cruel. Raijin with five gifted members. Godson gets I'm just gonna stay full screen for now. Godson gets one, Chan, Disco Fabio, Gen A, Gen A, uh, Jason Liu. Guys, I couldn't call out all of the names. Raijin's going to take us to 92. 92 members on the day. Almost 100. Can't wait to get my Tears of the Kingdom toothbrush. <laughs> You're supposed to say heartfelt. That's right, heartfelt. <laughs> uh Just listening to the idle chat is more entertaining at work than talking to people here at work. Oh, I appreciate that. (laughs) Who would miss uh, short of a mile? (laughs) Yeah, I hope you guys end up falling short of the member goal. I do. I hope you end up falling short. I'm going to give you a member count right now, right? Yeah, come on, chat. Don't come up short on the finish line. 2,456. Wait, that can't be right. You guys just did a bunch. Is it ser- No, yeah, they're all in there. They're, they might just be taking a while to add up. I don't know if they've all been added yet. You got you guys got a ways to go. You got to give Lono credit. He pulls off a 2-hour plus stream every day and he's got a short attention span. <laughs> you missed the joke underneath my gifted. All right, hang on, hang on, hang on. Lono lied about the car battery and garage door opener. He's got to pay dues for the lollipop guild. What the Raijin? Come on! That's not nice! <laughs> that is actually not nice. The Lollipop Guild. Oh my gosh. You experience that daily, don't you? What's that? Coming up short? Not 2056. 2456. Oh, I hit the wrong button. 2456. So you're a little, like, you got 500 members to go. People are going to have to go. People are going to have to cook crazy if you if you want to get to that three thousand. You're going to have to cook it. You miss my Diablo four eleven joke. If I miss your joke, say it again. Especially if you paid for it. <laughs> uh, especially if you paid for it. I really wish they would just steal that chat idea from Purple. My man, College jumping back in with a membership. Thank you so much. I'm going to get this man some aloe vera for the burns. Making short jokes about Lono is low-hanging fruit. Oh, come on. That's been said before. Get out of here. I guess people want gameplay. I'll put the gameplay back up. I didn't pay, and that was the whole joke. Top of the AM, folks. Yo, what's good, Snoop? If you guys are just tuning in, we're taking a look at Diablo 4 gameplay, uh, some local co-op. I'll be diving into Diablo 4 gameplay uh, with the beta momentarily. I've got it installed on my uh, my computer. I was just checking it. I also have it installed on my PS5.
Chat module is the only thing Purple did right. Their admin and moderator tools are also amazing. Oh no, taking the hits like a champ. Yeah, if only the people on Twitter realized. <laughs> uh, they're like, maybe we can cancel him twice. Ono's <laughs> uh. beard is far too short for his height. Dwarves are supposed to have long beards. <laughs> Come on! Repeated joke. How's the view from sea level, Lono? <laughs> it's so mean. Should be open in 15 minutes. Yeah, I'm just going to keep trying on... Uh... Oh, my, my PlayStation turned off. Song stuck in your head. We represent. Yeah. Get a discounted Steam deck during the latest sale. 10% off. Over your head, above that, low-hanging fruit. Yeah, we're running out of material here. Yeah, you guys are going to have to get a little bit more creative. Run out of material. I say that knowing that my beard is longer than Lono's, than Lono is tall. (laughs) Alright, let's take a look here. Let's take a look here. Let's see what happens. See if we're any closer to getting in. Connecting. Mm-hmm. Cued. Now, in my experience, it'll sit like here for a really, really long time, and then it'll tell me that it can't verify my license. That's my five. All right, you're all you're all paid up then. Must be hard to find hobbits housing areas. <laughs> uh, uh. I can't fire back because the only way I can fire back is to be really, really mean. I think we're coming uh we're starting to come up short on jokes. Oh my gosh. It's getting bad now. It's getting bad. It's getting embarrassing. Recap please. So I walked through the two main reasons that I'm jumping into Diablo 4 gameplay and I'm excited. A lot of great feedback from Force Gaming about the moment to moment combat and big changes to the animation system and how Abilities change as you level up, creating, I think, a more impactful player immersion point for when you're actually, you know, involved in the combat, giving you that moment-to-moment player feedback. Uh, Also, I believe they're doing the end game right. Uh, If you listen and just think through all of the things that they're doing with the end game uh, and how they're, they're empowering people to keep the full game relevant, go back into content, you know, and enjoy all those different things. Those are things I think that have the, the, the two main reasons I really, really want to jump into this game. That's kind of the, the too long didn't read recap. Every time Lono states, see, this is what it says at the very end. There you go. Every time Lono states he isn't happy, people wonder which one of the dwarfs he is then. <laughs> this is the pre order beta? Yes. This is the closed beta, the Diablo 4 closed beta. Open beta is next week. Next weekend. This is if you pre-order. So pre-order it on any platform. And you can install it. Now, don't get confused. On the PlayStation, see how the icon says open beta? But then look at the title. It says Diablo 4 beta. But the open beta image is probably just there for next time. 
There is no closed beta to install. You just install the Diablo 4 beta, and the icon just says that. I don't know why. Whoever loaded up the art, I guess, didn't want to have to switch it for next weekend. Whenever Lono races his kids, he always wins. He's a little father ahead. Oh, man, come on. Normally, Lono is head and shoulders above the rest. But today, he's reaching his usual heights. Huh? Short jokes are low-hanging fruit, says Hilly. I feel we have more material from the Friday Men's Leadership Book Club. We haven't scraped that barrel yet. Yeah, but that's more personal than short jokes. Short jokes don't even land. Raging Snake with 14 months. It's hard for me to express how much fun these daily streams give me. I just want to say thank you. Uh, Semper... How do you say it when it's spelled all the way out? Semper Fi, but Semper Fidelis? I mean, it's Latin, isn't it? We don't really know how to say it. That's Latin, darling. The best part about being in Lono's community is that he really looks up to all of us. See, now nobody's paying. You guys are all just doing short jokes and not paying. The deal was that every short joke costed a gifted member, and we're eight members away from a hundred. Y'all are just getting in free cheap shots now. You're in? No. Servers will be up in about ten minutes. I can press the button, and it'll it'll do this thing. It'll queue, and then it'll just tell me it can't find my license. How did I do that? I bumped a button on my keyboard and it did that. Like, huh? <laughs> I went back to the, the gameplay. Anything that delays the stream is fair game. <laughs> oh, we hit 30,000 members, but I fear Lono may struggle to reach his goal. You guys don't pay out. Lono's going to start kicking ankles. All right, I'm done reading short jokes now. I'm done because nobody's paying up. Yeah, unable to find your license. See, nobody's paying up, so I'm done reading them. Yeah, we still have like 11 minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I should probably, while we're waiting, let me schedule the gameplay stream so that we're ready to go to it. I just realized I haven't. Uh... Ah. Alright. Okay, Fozzie paid up. Fozzie paid up. Taking us to 93. He gifts one, then it goes to Cuz. Schedule. Alright, yeah. I'm gonna do the I'm gonna do pipe closed beta just so it is more descriptive than just generic gameplay. Okay. I'm gonna get this thing scheduled so that we're ready for redirect when the time comes.
On good fun, I'm vertically challenged too. My grandmother has pedal extensions for her car, no lie. Thank you for the $5 tip. Supposed to be gifting members, not doing $5 tips. <laughs> Thank you very much, I'm just messing. But seriously, stop giving me money. Gift members. <laughs> Anthem is still fresh for me. In what way? Like it hurt your feelings or you miss it? Does eight minutes, 30 seconds on the countdown? Where are you getting a countdown? I don't have a countdown on my screen. Do you have a countdown somewhere on your screen? Exo Primal feels like Anthem on the ground. Man, I don't know, bro. I watched some of that Exo Primal footage and I was like, this looks like arcade Dynasty Warriors, like killing dinos. I, I don't know. I was hoping it was going to be much better. That's why Lono hated Grounded. There was no change to his daily life. You just getting extra shots in, Vengeance? Hey, remember, I'm a little short on funds. What do you mean? You can gift one member for $5, Coral. You just gift, you just tip me five bucks. What are you talking about? You can do one single member gift. That's what I've been trying to tell folks. We're getting good YouTube search today. That's rare for us. That's rare. Live streams struggle in the search funnel. Oh, on another site. Okay. I'm going to keep pressing the button. Actually, you know what I'm going to do? While this is doing this, I'm going to I'm going to quickly run upstairs and use the restroom so that I don't need to once we get in.
Okay. Is that 20 bomb from late earlier? Okay, it is. We're going to keep trying because sometimes you can get in early. Sometimes they turn it on like a minute or two early. You guys have just a few minutes before we're going to switch to the gameplay stream. We need seven more members to get to 100. I would owe you an even 20 members. So you guys have a little bit of time to do that. Gonna jump in on the short jokes, but I'll be the bigger man here. Whatever. Yeah, Greg, there you go. See? That's how you're supposed to do it. You're supposed to pay. You're supposed to pay for the short joke. <laughs> Servers are up, go. I'm trying, baby. Alright, hang on. All right, I got the I got game sound. Oh my gosh, Quintar. Quintar has been so generous. He's going for the Eknor award, most gifted members in a month. Quintar just gifted 10 members. Gerard Kill Switch, Dark Venom Axiom, George Felt, Andrew Allen. Jay Huddy, Arcs are the goat, Gary Dunlap, and Nick Robertson. Thank you so much. 104 new members today. If you got a membership, man, get in our Discord. If you guys want to watch the gameplay, I'm going to give you guys a link here in a brief moment. Once I'm in the game and we're like to the, you know, like the character creator screen. Uh, I'll give you a link to the new stream. We want to have the gameplay in its own stream because this stream's already at two hours long. You're 999 million in the queue. Servers are up and it crashed. Yeah, today will be the will probably be the the least amount of people trying to play, but it's probably still going to be a ridiculous amount of people trying to play. PC's not up yet. Yeah, I mean, PC... I can switch my inputs and check PC. Coral coming in with five gifted... Oh, I'm in. Alright, let me get past this. Um... 
once I'm actually in and making the character, we'll switch. Let's kill. Colorblind options. Screen shake effects. I don't like screen shake. Combat hit flash, that's fine. Reduce strobing? No. No. Start game. Holy crap, that scared me. I can't turn on HDR because I have a I have a capture card. The capture card doesn't let you do it. Well, cheer up. Gold splits better three ways instead of four. Must be hidden here somewhere. Read this. 
There is no light here. You came to the darkness for knowledge. Yes. And all the knowledge you seek is here. Surrender. blood of the willing we call thee home
daughter of hatred. Creator of sanctuary. Cow, necromancer, unavailable, sorcerer, rogue, druid, unavailable. You can get overviews and everything here. Alright, so what I need to do for my purposes is we have to go to the gameplay stream. This was meant to be a talk show, that's a great way. I am going to redirect this. I'm going to put a link in chat. Please help me with this. Like, gameplay streams can be amazing. They can be super helpful to us. I owe you guys 20 gifted members. I'm going to do it as soon as we get over into the gameplay stream, okay? So help me get over to this gameplay stream. Somebody gift, like, one member or something so I can piggyback in the chat. So, I'm going to spam a link in chat. Help me out here. As soon as we get over into this new stream, spam the like button, get us up to 100 likes, help us out. There's like 600-something people here, okay? If you want to keep watching gameplay, come with us. Come with us. There's a link in chat. Click the link or ride the redirect, all right? Let's go over to some gameplay. Thank you so much for choosing to watch a Reforged gaming stream of Diablo 4 gameplay. I'm in. We watched the opening cinematic. It was at the tail end of a talk I did about my expectations for the game. So this will be Diablo 4 gameplay. The Diablo 4 beta or the Diablo 4 closed beta goes live right now. I'm in on the PS5. We're going to take a look. We're going to do character creation and all of that. If you enjoyed this stream, please make sure and hit the like button make sure you're subscribed i'm going to end the previous stream i'm going to bring everybody over it should redirect them if it doesn't redirect them you guys can come back to the channel and it will be the featured video on the channel so thank you so much for supporting and i believe i'm going to go with a sorcerer Uh, i believe i'm going to go with a sorcerer